And welcome to episode 10 of HomePod Advantage. It's your host, Calvin Silvers. I got Brian Gano, Tyrone Thorne, and Eric. I'm back. He's back. He's Woo! back. Eric, uh, you went to Lawrence and watched KU win the national championship. How was that experience? It, it was very fun. Um, it was a great atmosphere. Everyone, um, I saw this thing on uh, Colin Coward that said he likes college sports because they still care. Like, they still have one more step to go, so... Uh, I feel like the fans also have that they they care because they go to school there or they're like I don't know it's, I feel like it's more of a it's a stronger fan base I feel like than so, professional sports for some schools so okay. it was a really it was a really and it's college kids so they do stupid stuff especially <laughs> yeah. the alcohol stuff. but it was just fun like it was just cool to see what how people would react to that and they were just. Everyone was just so happy. Fireworks, everything. It was, uh, it, was, I bet, it was cool. I bet that was a good time, and uh, it's exciting to see KU win it and Lawrence. Brian, Tyrone, how are you guys doing? Um, All right. I'll say I'm doing great. Amazing. Life's, <laughs> life's a ball. Life's grand. Uh, smiles on my face and uh, smiles on my heart. So yeah, this weather is just pissing me off. Yeah. <laughs> this weather is such a – it's well, a drag. Good, yeah, the weather's not very good here in Missouri and probably the rest of the Midwest. But let's get into some topics and maybe get on a lighter note here and get some arguments going and whatnot. Adam Silver, commissioner of the NBA, said his biggest concern moving forward is a trend of star players not participating in a full complement of games. So he wants to try to figure out something to get more star players playing do you guys feel like there's an issue of star players sitting out too much in the NBA? Uh, yes. Yeah. Too many, they're playing yeah. too many games. It's the back-to-backs that's killing a while. As a team, why would you just play your players in a back-to-back when you don't have to? Like, if you're a good team, if you're the Suns, you play a back-to-back against, like, I don't know, like the the Pistons, I'm not going to play Chris Paul. There's no reason or, to. Or barely any minutes. Yeah, any, like, there's no point. Yeah, I, was, I saw something earlier. Colin Coward was talking about this, how he was like, he said, get rid of back-to-backs. Remove it down to like sixty-five or something games like that, and that'll that'll help ease up allowing more of the players because they get in at like three, four a.m. These tall guys who are on these planes that are still not built for these big guys, and then they have to get up early to get practice and shoot around and stuff like that. So, not getting a whole lot of rest. So, not getting a whole lot of rest, which leads to injuries or the potential of injuries, which I feel like is also keeping players out. Um, I kind of like your guys' idea here, and I think shortening the season would be the correct step or probably the right step. I think you need to get rid of the back-to-backs, as you guys have said. I would go to 58 games where each team plays twice. That way you eliminate back-to-backs. You get to play each team twice, and you have the potential to put more games on TV which is going to bring in more revenue. I don't think the NBA is going to do that though. That's missing. You got to have more games. So many more. Play. So many more games. The NBA. I don't think they would do that. Then the arenas. The, that's missing out on so many more ticket sales and all like the games would be more important. But the, I don't think the company, the business Still of the business, NBA, yeah. would, would would ever go for that. Yeah, I I think you're right in the business aspect and the fact too that the players aren't probably going to fully get behind that. Not not because they don't agree with a shorter season and not as many injuries because of that, but cap space and all that, salaries and all that is based yeah, it's yeah. based on revenue that they get. So when you have 82 games plus a playoff, that brings in more revenue. That's why I said if you shorten it to 58 games, you would have to get more games on the television to bring in more revenue. But 
I think this is a huge problem because I looked up and found out that James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving, the big three, at one point for the Nets, only played 16 games together. Wow, that that is crazy. Um, but I think that um, like there's a, there's a lot of factors that go into these players sitting out, and yeah. some of it is you know it could be from the organization saying we're just gonna rest you. Like that's that's what happens with LeBron most of the time. Like he'll just sit out because they'll just say knee soreness or ankle soreness. He's not hurt. But in other situations, it's personal reasons. Players could just yeah. not sit out. I feel like there was a lot of that this year. Just a lot of players saying, nah. I don't want to play. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm saying that number is probably cool. low because, you know, Kyrie can only play at home. Yeah. Or on but, the road, I mean. But he still, made, he still made the choice not to get well, the vaccine. I Yeah, but at the way, that's more on, you know, that's his choice due to the state he has to play in. So, yeah. I mean – it's not a whole lot the NBA can do in that aspect. Indeed. But I, I do agree with you guys in the sense that how the NBA is set up right now, the players have a lot of power over teams or owners or coaches by, like, Ben Simmons, James Harden saying, I just don't want to play. I mean, they, you got, they're right. you got to respect it. Go, go get another player if you if I'm that undisposable then. And the the the, league, the teams have no way to combat that because I, I don't I don't think that's fair that I trade my players or my picks away for you, give you all this money for you to only play this many games or this many games together with teammates, and then throw a fit just to get out of it. I mean, yeah, but they could also trade you whenever they want to. Like the teams are still teams still have control. The thing is that the the top players, the top. Five percent or two percent of the players can do that when the rest can't. So I think it would. I think if we change rules just for that two one percent, it's going to change the dynamic of the rest. Then the people at the bottom, like the other role players in the NBA, they're going to get affected by something that they weren't even considering <coughs> doing. That's a good point. That's a good it's point. A domino effect. I just feel like there probably should only be a few people that can be like that. I'd say LeBron James is probably one of them. If not, should be the only one. I don't think James Harden should have this much power over teams. I mean, he's the best. If he's on a team, he's your best player or your second best player. There's only, I would say, 15 or so guys in the league that would, would be, that would get away with this. And, you know, people wouldn't raise an eyebrow if they said that they weren't playing tonight because. Or they were tired or personal reasons or something yeah. like that, you know. I mean, I feel like Kawhi. He started this. Yeah, well, yeah, he him and Greg Popovich started this whole whole uh, load management, not playing thing. Greg Popovich been doing that with Tim Duncan, not letting him play games. They just, they just let it sl- slide because it was Greg Popovich and the Spurs. <laughs> I feel like it's just more prevalent now, which is why it's being brought up. Adam Silver thought the play-in tournament was an incentive for teams to remain competitive, but. It's still not because if you look at the, it was the Nets at one point, now the Hornets. They're five games ahead of the eleven spot, have been for a while. Why would I mean? Yeah. There is another. I mean, I can still rest my players. I know I'm five games ahead of the next closest team, and especially when you start getting towards the end, the final month or so, if you have a five to eight game lead, and that's and the playing spot are up. That's what I'm saying. It's it's not a it's not big enough incentive, and I think is where we need to reduce the schedule and go 58 games. I I think you do need to reduce the schedule. I don't think you can do 58 games because I think you got to play more than you got to play at least the teams in your uh, 
your division more than twice, I think. Yeah, I think you got to play at least three to four. So, you know, you play everybody in the West twice and you play everybody else in the East other than your division twice. But, you know, you add in, I think there's five teams in each division. So you add, I don't know, you play yeah. each team in your division three or four times. That add, that goes up to like 65 or that around. I think that would work better because I think you have to play the, the teams in your conference yeah. more. I, it, the conference plays and has – Big of a deal in the NBA as it is in the NFL, That's but or in college. I still think you might have to play them. You still should play them more than anybody else in the league. No, I agree with you. I, I, you're probably right in the sense you need to play them, your conference more, but it would be interesting to say, oh, we only played this team once or twice. How are we going to match up now in the playoffs? You know, we only have played each other one or two times, and I think that could make playoffs more interesting too, though. Yeah. In a sense, but I mean, if I looked at it like that, if you know, if I was the number one seed playing the eight seed and I only played him twice, I'm still not going to really worry about the eight seed because it's <laughs> the eight seed. But I see what you mean in closer battles that that could make an impact because you know you don't have a whole lot to go off of, of what they're going to throw at you. So, and I think too a point we haven't looked at is that coaches get fired for poor playoff performances despite having regular season success. And so when you have players sitting out, and I, I don't know, I just feel like there's a lot of – and people pay to go watch these players. You, you, Like I said, teams are giving them salaries, are giving up picks to bring in these players. I feel like it's a player's duty to at least play probably more than half the games. I mean, yeah, I don't think players are looking to go into the, the season like I'm just not going to play unless – only time to do that is if they feel like they're in a position to where the team or – the league has put them in a position where it's like, I have to not play to show you guys I'm not playing around. Yeah, true. Yeah. I feel like the only person to really think of stuff like that was Kobe, honestly. Because <laughs> I remember, I don't know exactly how it came up, but I, his wife was talking about how, like, he remember when he was a kid, he would be in the stands and he would always be excited to watch those players, the people he came to watch. And that's why he always would try to play the game if, if he could, unless he really couldn't. So, you know, now I don't think really people think like like the players don't think about that anymore. So, they don't. Like I said, it's all about. And we could be honest. I mean, we're not just saying that players are sitting out just so they can sit out. There are injuries and there are other issues there. But then again, that probably comes due to having an eighty-two game schedule plus a best of seven series throughout the playoffs. So. Is there any other incentives that you guys can think of besides the shortening the season to get players to play more? No, I don't. I think that. Or you know, maybe you get rid, you lower the series amounts. You don't play seven every time. Best of five or something. The first round, really, do we want to, like? There's no point in making seven games. We don't need to watch <laughs> the number one seed. Like I said, just stomp on the eight seed four games. I think maybe. They could start, I guess I don't necessarily know all the ins and outs if this is even possible, but within a contract, if you play this many minutes in a season or this many games, then you get a bonus within your contract. So, like, if you play 60 of the 80-whatever games. Yeah, but I feel like at a certain point that could be, like, biased because if someone seriously does get hurt and they, like, physically cannot play, then – they just miss out on that whenever. Yeah, but they're still getting the money from their contract well, yeah. anyways. But, yeah, I think – I mean, yeah, that, that makes more sense. But I, I get what you're saying, but yep. I think it could be unfair at some points, and that would cause people to be, like, even more, like, upset. I don't know. I, okay, I can see what – how do you guys feel about that? Maybe throwing in a bonus yeah, in the contract? Yeah, I mean, the, the incentive is a good idea. It's just, you know, 
to some of these athletes, like, is the incentive even really worth it? Much, you like, can't give out that yeah. much money. I was gonna say, you can't give out to that much money, and it's to, to them, make it's it like, is it really, like, with the amount of money I'm making with my salary and endorsements and everything else, like, this is not gonna, yeah. it's not gonna be that big of a deal if I don't hit the incentives, you know? But I, I also feel like, too, if you do this, it might even out the NBA more because you're giving more money to those players that you really want to play. And so maybe super teams can't be as formed as easily and things like that. So it could even out the NBA too. I think that well, – I don't think there's anything that the teams can do. I think that the NBA is a player's league and it's going to continue to be a player's league more and more and more and more and more and more. Some It's hard to name all the NBA players teams coaches and owners and all that we can name the players we can name the star players and all that you can name the star coaches but that's about it literally the, hey some of some of them coaches they're probably scared of those players like okay he really runs his team tyran lou man <laughs> i was saying do whatever like it don't matter as long as i'm here next year i don't care, <laughs> I don't care. as long as i got a job next year so yeah, there is. I think there's a problem with star players sitting out. How they fix it, I don't know. Even Adam Silver said at the moment he does not have any, plan. yeah, any plan. Just he just knows it's an issue. We're gonna stick with NBA and move to the Associated Press released their 2010 All Decade Team. Here's who made it: Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, James Harden, LeBron James, and Dirk. Now, is there anyone that you feel got snubbed at the top of your head that isn't on that list, or do you feel like that list is correct? Uh, I would say somebody who I think should get more attention in here is Dwight Howard. I, Dirk deserves it. He won his ring and all that. Okay. But the early 2000s, Dwight Howard was a animal, a literal animal. All right. It's true. He beat LeBron in the Eastern Conference Finals to go to, go to, go to play uh, Kobe in the Finals. So That's not many people can say they did that. That is true. That's true. Let's look at Dwight Howard's. And he has an MVP. I think. I think. But when did, I think they can find someone better than James Harden too. I was gonna say if there was one person out of the starting lineup that I would be would change would be Harden. But I don't know. Like when you said you said Howard well, was a beast in the two thousands. But when did he kind of start to like you notice the like decline? Well, I'll probably say fourteen. So it's 2015. This is twenty ten to twenty twenty. Yeah. Yep. See, that's why I think yeah. maybe they had Dirk over probably just because likely. he got his ring in the two. He got it in eleven. So, and he was still playing well. And the late or the early 2000s. Well, okay, so. so so Dwight Howard here in the early 2000s. I'm just looking at points and stuff. So at the start of the decade, averaged 22 or basically 23 in 2010, 20 in 2011, 17 in 2012, 18 in 2013, 15 in 2014, and then it starts to go down a little bit. A uh, yeah, he has. I mean, honestly, he's been fairly consistent in the points, um, rebounds. Uh, 14, 14, 12, 12, 10. I mean, he's putting up pretty good numbers. Dirk here in his career averaged 20 points, 7.5 rebounds, 2.4 assists, has one championship, one MVP, which was an 06-07, and 14 all-star appearances. I feel like Anthony Davis, you can almost argue, could be up there too, but I feel like he's missed too many games. But Davis averaged 23.8 points. 10.2 rebounds, 2.3 assists, has one championship just like Dirk, doesn't have an MVP, and has been in the All-Star eight times. I don't think – I can't give it to AD. He Not was playing for the Pelicans, and they were playing useless basketball. They were just playing games, throwing the balls out, and just losing to lose. 
But uh, he didn't really accomplish anything there. I mean, he got to the Lakers and did some things, but that was kind of towards the very tail end. Help with LeBron, so indeed. So I mean, AD's great talent, but nah, not 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 like there. All right, what about Kawhi Leonard? No, he didn't play enough. He's missed two seasons in the 2010. Yeah, uh, two seasons in that time frame. He's in the same boat. And he was a role player for probably 40 or 30 percent of that time. Kawhi has two championships though. I mean, yes, but he was literally the third second. He was not the best player on that team then. He w- was not. I mean, that was well, a, the Raptors team. He was with the Ra- with the Spurs. He was not. Oh, yeah, right. but that was a stack Spurs. Team. He was probably the second best player. I'd say. I mean, yeah, I'm trying to think, was, he was still on. Was I mean, Parker Tony, and Ginobili. Yeah, but they were at the Parker, end of their career. Andy so. Green. I mean, no, I don't think. I don't think if you if you were a role player in this time frame, you cannot be. You cannot be up there. Tony Parker still. Yeah, they had Ginobili. Yeah, Ginobili. Danny Green, Kawhi, Patty, Tony. Patty off the bench. I don't. I mean, I don't know though. I think. I mean, like, I'm not saying he's not. I'm not saying he's the number one player, but like, I don't know if he's third though. I think. I, he, I think he, he he's tied. He's close second and third. Because like I'm not half. trying to like discredit yeah. Manu and all that, but like second and they half. didn't have many years left after that. Like, That's it. They were very like they were on the back end of their career, which and to me at that point they were just they were just doing their veteran. They were doing their veteran minimum at that point, which is like perfectly enough. But like you know, it wasn't their star potential. Hundred percent. Vcat hit that on the nail. <laughs> he did hit that. <laughs> hit that. I mean, here like in their first round against the Mavericks. Uh, game one, Tony Duncan led in points. Ginobili led in points second. Ginobili, Parker. I mean, I just think because he was guarding like LeBron and stuff when they yeah, were playing, that that's why game. like yeah. he, he was LeBron such a more impact. Money, he was hooping. <laughs> but you know, I was gonna say someone was giving LeBron, LeBron a little run for his money there. You know? I think the I mean compared to others like Dirk, LeBron, James, James Harden, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Kawhi doesn't have as many points. He has more rebounds than Steph, has more rebounds than James Harden. Uh, assist, he doesn't have – the only person he has more is, is Dirk. Like I said, two championships, which is more than Dirk. Zero MVPs, however, and five all-star appearances. And Kawhi is more of that defensive player, too. He has two uh, player of the year defensive-wise. So, I don't know. I feel like you could throw him in there. What about – Russell Westbrook. Some no. people said he, he got snapped too. If he would have won a ring, then yes. I think the way these, the way they constructed this was they gave two guards, two forwards, and a big. So. I think it has to be a still. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 A starting yeah. lineup. Kawhi is not, he's not better than LeBron or KD, so he's just automatically disqualified, I think, yeah. to get in there. Then Westbrook, not he's better not than Steph or Harden. Or Harden. Yeah. So yeah. they're just automatically out of there. Chris Paul? No, no, not he's close. missed too many games. Nice, same buzz as Rushbrook. He's, he's not as he's not good enough of a scorer, I don't think. To be, yeah, he, he just that's he not really just, his role. Though. Yeah, as you say, he just filtrates. I mean, that's that's how has, that has to be your role when we're talking about all like, team, all, all time of the decade or all time. I mean, you you have to be able to score. Literally, like, you got to be the go-to guy, and not. I mean, Chris Paul might have been back when he was player. like you know on the Hornets, but like you know when he went to Houston, it was Harden. When he was in, um, when he's in. Phoenix right now, I'm giving it to Devin Booker instead oh, yeah. of him. So. I don't think he need, necessarily needs to be the best player on his team. He just needs to be able to facilitate the ball, hit open threes when he can, 
and he, I think he's done that. We'll get more. We'll he talk can still more. Score, but... No, he can still yeah, score. No, he, yeah. he, he can score, but he's not a. He's uh, not a. He's the best. He's not an old the best passer on that list. Oh. though. yeah, one hundred percent. He's the best passer on that. Oh list. no, relax on James Harden, man. Relax on James Harden. <laughs> <laughs> he he left lead points and assists at one point. Yeah, right? I know, but. But Chris Paul has in his yeah in his career Chris Paul averages nine and a half assists. James Harden averages six point eight. So. That's only one year. So. Fair enough. Yep. Fair enough. So you guys feel then that the Associated Press got it correct then? Yes, I do. Yeah. I feel like I James think that's Harden's pretty. Good. Yes, I think that's pretty. Just looking at it, it looks good. But I think that there could James Harden deserves a spot. But I think there could be a good. I don't know who there could be. Another, a, there could be a, if they want to keep the one, two, three, four, five rule. I don't know yeah. who's another two that's given him really I mean, good competition. Yeah, that so, played a lot. That's played a lot. Hey, that man right there, Calvin. Yeah, I'd say he's the only other person that was scoring how James Harden was scoring. Oh yeah, in well, yeah. I wanted Kobe to check. Bryant. Kobe Bryant, 2010, scored 25. Rest in peace. 2011, rest in peace. Uh, average 28. And then 27, 13, 22, 17. So, yeah, those aren't good enough. you don't think so? Yeah. No, no. Harden was averaging 30 point triple doubles. And he, I think, I think there was a, his MVP season, James Harden had more 30 balls than 20 balls in a season. That is absurd. <laughs> that is, that is that pretty is impressive. That is pretty. And he went on a streak, uh, I think it was 25 games of scoring 30 points. It's impressive. That is impressive. Unstoppable. And what the, the, league, <laughs> the league had to do something about it, so they got rid of the foul rule. Man, hating on hard. I mean, I don't like that. I don't like <laughs> it. I think it's a good change. All right. I think it just like consumed too many guards. They're, trying, many they're players, trying to copycat James like, Harden like serial killers. They, they're like, all right, if he can get away with it, eventually I'm going to get these calls. Yeah. So. Did, he did exploit the rule for a good man, and I that is a good basketball player. But he at a certain points, I come on, man. Yeah. He improved the game. He made he made the league change the rules. I don't know. That's a. I guess that is approving it. Yes, I guess. I guess that's one way to look at it. That's like if you're playing a game online, like you know, you find you find you find yeah, the glitch. They got a they got a patch it. Yeah. Like in Call of Duty, when you could get in the hiding spots and stuff. Yeah. Like the old Call of Duty. They're <laughs> gonna, gonna put a box. <laughs> gonna I, I mean, fair enough. I guess he exploited a glitch and they finally fixed it. All right. I said we were gonna continue on the topic of Chris Paul. And our good friend, B-Swish, asked us a question. And we're going to answer it. Shout out to B-Swish. Shout out Bosnia. Come do your forfeit, dude. <laughs> Shout out yeah. Bosnia. He has a uh, – he has since he lost our tournament challenge, he's has a punishment he has to do, so he needs to get down to Maryville at some point. But now. Right now. Come on, B-Swish. Jumping in while it's cold, bud. Yep. But B-Swish, we're going to answer your question. His question that he posed to us was, is Chris Paul – a Hall of Fame player. Before I get any answers, let me just read off his career stats here. 18 points, 4.5 rebounds, 9.5 assists, 41.3% field goal percent. 3.0% is 36.9. He's made 12 All-Stars. He's a six-time steal uh, champion, as in he had the most steals in a season. He was the All-Rookie back in 2005-06. He's been all-defense nine times. He's been a four-time assist champion. He's been all-NBA ten times. He was the Rookie of the Year 2015, or 2005-06, and he won one MVP in 2012. Is Chris Paul a Hall of Fame player? Yes, yes. easily. 100%. Without a doubt. Hands down. That's a Hall of Fame resume. 
Yeah, yeah that definitely. He's is. just one of those. He's just one of those talented players that just never is probably going to get a ring. But that's okay. you don't think he'll ever get a ring? No, I don't Why think not? he will. He really, if he does, he'll just have. To, he's going to have to like kind yeah, of basically just sell out and just ring. go for the best team. To be honest, hope to God. I think this might be his best chance of getting a ring is this year. I, I think it might have been last year. He was up two all on Giannis. Two zero. Yeah, but those two games at home though, you know. That's cool. And Giannis, Giannis was hurt coming into one of those two man. I mean, you don't know what could happen in the playoffs. Giannis could get hurt again. I mean, yeah. I still, he, he, I, he I, I still wouldn't take the Suns to win That's a Greek god still. right there, dude. <laughs> I think the Suns – this is a whole other conversation. I'm going to say this. The Suns are going to turn into that team that has the best record in the regular season, but they're just not going to – It never turns it's into – It's not going to translate. Uh, I don't know the about Suns that. Like well, we'll see what happens this year because they're going to have the best record again in the league, and we'll see what happens. Speaking of best records – uh, this is one reason why I think Chris Paul is a Hall of Famer. He helped, He's helped set franchise win records with four different teams. The Hornets, 56 wins in 2008. The Clippers, 57 wins in 2014. The Rockets, 65 wins in 2018. And the Suns, 63-plus wins in 2022. He also helped end the Suns' 10-year playoff drought. With the Hornets in 2008, he got them to the second round where they lost to the Spurs, a great Spurs team, a dynasty. The Rockets, back in 2018, he hurt his right hamstring up 3-2 in the West Finals against Golden State. And that's so, why they lost. Yes, he was out. Because Game he was, changing. I mean, he was out. So, let me ask you this then. How much does it hurt Chris Paul that he does not have a ring? Uh, I mean, I think it a lot. Yeah. That, getting a ring really elevates you to a different level. And I also think that any opportunity he has to get a ring, he probably has to be the second best player on the team. If he's the best player on the team, they won't be good enough. When he was on the Clippers with him, Blake Griffin, and uh, DeAndre Jordan, they were cool, but there was no reality where that team could ever win a championship because Chris Paul is what you call a floor raiser, not a ceiling raiser. And I and I agree with you. I, I said earlier that I don't think Chris Paul needs to be the best player on his team. No, he doesn't need to be. He No. He, there can be a fine little gap there between first and second, and he should be okay with being being the second because – what he brings to the table is it's 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 important, and that's why I think that if he does goes anywhere, he'll be second because not everybody he doesn't score, but the way he passes the ball and he spreads the ball around that that's important and that's a huge impact in my opinion. And, and let's remember too that since he's entered the league, the NBA Finals has been dominated at the, at the time has been dominated by LeBron James. You know, been to the finals eight times, Golden State and their runs. Kobe, he had a few runs in there. Tim Duncan in the Spurs. So, like, Chris Paul throughout his whole career has had to face these great teams or these great players, and it's been hard for him to get a ring. I mean, yeah, but every anytime you play in the league, there's going to be a good – Yeah, there's yeah. going to be a team that's winning the, the ring or a player that's – But what I'm saying is he's not on teams with LeBron who I, – I think that's why – I think that's why I like so much about Chris Paul is he's not the type to just kind of sell out and go get that. Like, he wants to earn it with the team that he knows that he, just like, deserves it. Him not just being like, all right, like, I got to get me a ring. Like, I think he really actually wants to earn it with the right team, with the right players. And it's and not, like, I, super forced. Exactly. Like, I think the Suns, like like you said, Ty, like, last year might have been his perfect – his best chance. I think you're right, and I think that's why it was so so close because it was the right team. Everything just clicked. It was just you had to go against the Greek god, and it just didn't work out. So, Not counting this year, he's been in the playoffs 13 of his 16 season. 
has 44 plus games with 10 plus assists and zero turnovers. That's most by any active player and the most, I believe, in NBA history. To compare <coughs> that stat to a great LeBron only has 10 games where he has 10 plus assists and zero turnovers. And like I said, Chris Paul, 44 plus games like that. So he's he's always I feel like he's always doing the right things on the court. I never really watch him and be like, What what are you doing, Chris Paul? He's not. He's he he does the he does the right thing every time, but the biggest limitation to Chris Paul is something he can't control. His and height. His height and his size. Somebody that's like six foot, maybe with some shoes on on a good day. Um, <laughs> it's just gonna be hard for him to to get anything off. Like when he's when he has to go against players like Braun, KD, or like he's not guarding them individually, but like even even most of the other guards are like six two, yeah. six three. Even like what can he what can he really do? Like at the end of the day, to stop like. LeBron or KD from going off when they're in the mix, or Giannis from going off when he's in in the heat of the moment. He just has to stay and watch and hope his teammate can stop Giannis. He just has to do the best he can, and it never really is the best, the most that he needs to get the dub. So that's what it comes down to. So, B Swish, to answer your question, yes, Chris Paul's a Hall of Famer. But let me guy, let me ask you guys this: Is he a top five point guard of all time? Uh, he's he's close. He's definitely not top three. That is reserved for Magic Steph and Isaiah Thomas in that order. And uh, those other two spots are a gauntlet, so that's a big question mark for me. I, I honestly don't know. Um, it's tough. I don't know. I, I think I looking at the, the names you have written on that paper, I, I would probably we- have to say, like Ty said, you know, Isaiah, Magic, and Steph, they're definitely a lock, but I don't think he's better than Steve Nash. Um it's tough to say with John Stockton, even Oscar. I'd say Chris Paul's fifth, honestly. I'd put him at six, maybe, maybe seventh. It's tough to say. He's definitely – I think I'd put him over Jerry West and Kidd. Um, I don't think I'm putting him over Stockton, though. I, he's either six or seven. Yeah. Okay. I, I'd say, I mean, uh, you didn't say one guy's name, though, right? Now it's pretty astonishing. Russell? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, that's, why, that's why I said seven, because if he's not if he's not going to be seven, or if he's not six, then. I, I would definitely take Chris Paul over Russell Westbrook here. I would, <laughs> 100%. 100%. Now, yes. No, this is the entire career. Of, dude, he has the most triple doubles ever. I don't, dude. <laughs> What, and what, did he, what does he have to show for it? What does Chris Paul have to show for anything? Yeah, he has no <laughs> um, He's helping set franchise win records for four different teams. Do they, do they hate, do they hate, do they he's been in the playoffs. Is there a banner that says they actually do that? Hey, get out of here. I don't, I don't care about that banner. I'm pretty sure I they put the arena the year they have the most wins. I, I could be wrong. Or they, they do something. So you tell me, right. no, man. Chris, no. I'm not agreeing with you. I'm just saying, I think they do something, though. I think Chris Paul helps a team more than Russell Westbrook does. What makes you say that? Besides, like I, you besides know, you know, <laughs> you know my take that I think Russell Westbrook makes it all about him, which hurts a team. I don't think he can play off. He has the most triple doubles. How does that make? He's passed. He's given out ten assists. He's only he's, ten he's passes the whole game. But it's always the focus. It's is not only ten. The focus is always right. on him. You can say the same thing about LeBron James. The focus is always on him. Oh, don't tie you. Don't want to go there, man. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> the same thing. The, the thing is, Russell Westbrook just has the ball in his hand all the time, and that is because his coaches are saying, "Yes, you want the ball in your hands all the time." Oh, especially, yeah. I'm when you when he was on the th- after Katie left the Thunder, he had like Stephen Adams. Like, <laughs> That's what I'm who, saying. You want to you want to give the ball to Stephen Adams and let him score all the points? Hey, like, man, don't. He's don't a count great, out Aquaman. Like he's that. a great, 
He's a great like center, but you he, you gotta have someone else to handle the ball. Serge Ibaka, Paul, you want to the ball? So Paul George is just thrown out the window. Well, Paul For George had an MVP. He, he played had, on the Paul game. George had his best season when he played with Russell Westbrook. That's the best season he had in his career. He was in the Same. MVP voting. Good, good player. People shot on Russell Westbrook. Kevin Durant has his only MVP with Russell Westbrook, so his teammates are flourishing when they play with him. Until until it comes to playoff time. Yeah, and Katie folded. They're up 3-1, and people want to blame it on Westbrook. It was Katie's fault. He's supposed to be the best player in the world, but he was up 3-1 and lost and went to that team. But that I digress. That's a whole other conversation. Because <laughs> he don't want to play with Russ anymore. I don't want to play with Russ either. It's not going to get you anywhere. <laughs> Neither is playing with Chris Paul. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'd rather have Chris Paul over. I think Magic gets first. Steph second. Hmm. You guys said I te- Isaiah Thomas He's third. Got the rings. Back to back. He rings. does have He's the rings. Bullying Michael, Bad <laughs> Michael Jordan. He does have the rings. I will give you that. I can see why. Okay. Curry will be one by the end of his career, though. Another one. He'll get. Oh, uh, I think he will think be the best point guard by the end of his career. He's got the most threes. He's got three rings now. I think he's gonna get another one. Could be this year. He's got back to back MVPs. It's it's close. Yeah. It's close. Magic has a whole handful of rings. That's true. It's true. Five. <laughs> I thought he had four, yep, so that might five. change a little bit. <laughs> he has five. Steph. Yeah. We'll he's... see though. It's and not. It's gone. not out of the window. See, and I hate to say like Oscar Robinson or Jerry West in there because I I don't. That was so long. No way you could say that was so long. No way you could say Oscar Robinson, but you're hating on Westbrook. I was gonna say he had the lead <laughs> and he was playing with Kareem. They were tearing it up back there in the 70s. 70s I mean, I, 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 I just a long time ago. That's what I'm saying. I just know he's good, but I don't really know any other details because I wasn't obviously alive to watch the NBA back then for either Oscar or Jerry. So it's hard for me to say one of those. Pretty much. I mean, half this list, but I can, I can understand. I can look up Jason Kidd highlights, John Stockton highlights. I kind of get what's Low going lights. on. Low lights. Steve Nash. <laughs> I like Steve Nash a lot. Need back-to-back MVP. You really should have one. Stole one from Kobe. <laughs> that's why Jokic should win. Yeah, that's fair. On, I I think you could throw Chris Paul in the top five, and I think you can. I take back my top five statement. He's definitely not in the top. Five. Like if he, I think he is. He has the the ability to the skill to be a top five. He, he, he had a ring. If he, he won, if he has even <laughs> one ring right now. So the ring, so not having a ring really or does. MVP or MVP. I mean, any. It, you know, I feel like yeah. it, it does because the end goal of playing basketball the is, point to of the the ring, is to win the ring. It's to get the ring, and when you don't have it, you know, it, it takes a big toll on your overall status. I on feel like, resume. yeah, facts. Like it's a, a bit, yeah, it's a big empty. MVP it's a big empty blank there. If Carmelo had a ring, man, he'd be looked at differently. Like he just, he just looks like a bum. That's true yeah. too. That is sad for Carmelo's career. It's fine. He can still get one. He's going to come back next year. Same team. Run it back. <laughs> you going to no. need some help. Yeah. Like, I, I was hearing. LeBron needs a long. Speaking of PGs, I was hearing that teams are now more open to trading for Westbrook, specifically the Hornets. I did see that. Goran Hayward and Russell Westbrook might be swapped for each other, and that would be pretty cool. I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. Like, I don't like Westbrook on the Hornets. So I don't think that would. I don't, I don't, I don't think, think, I don't think, I don't think that would work. If I'm Lamelo, I don't want him. They have so many guards. The thing that the reason why they would do that is because Russell Westbrook has 47 million dollars. That's his contract. He's one year left. They're gonna get him, get him for one year, trade away 47 million, and just not sign Russell Westbrook. And then in two years, they'll have 47 million dollars in cap. 
So they'll just use Westbrook for a year, and if he plays well, he plays well. If not, he'll be good on the next year. And they'll just sign somebody. They'll sign one play. They'll sign multiple players for forty-seven dollars worth of money. So they're do. This is a business deal. Yeah. And I think if he did get on the Hornets, it would be somehow John Wall's on the Rockets. He just doesn't play. Yeah, that's a big. That's not good though. You know, I don't think I mean, that yeah. would look good on his resume. That's crazy. You know, John Wall gets paid. I think he gets he, paid, he gets paid a lot of money. Forty plus million dollars. He has not played a single game this season. One of the biggest. He's on Rockets right now. Yes, he was. He was <laughs> is, he's not hurt, is he? Or no, he's he not hurt play. at all. They just say you're not playing. I forgot he existed. He man. used to be good too. Facts. He was him and Bradley Beal. That one clip, yeah, yeah, that. that was dugging, but so far. John Wall's a move. John's was good, man. Back in 2015, that Wizard team was pretty solid. Yeah, I don't know. Westbrook <laughs> would fit well with the Hornets. I mean, he wouldn't be on there. I mean, that's just like a. It was like him and Melo likes having the ball in his hands too much. And I mean, I, think that's I don't think, what I think if wants. they traded Russell Westbrook to the Hornets, Pierce, the Hornets are not bringing him on the team as like he's going to help this team win. I think that's a pure. Business move in order to get somebody that can play with with Lamelo, and I think I think they would just obviously just like this Lamelo's team bring Westbrook off the bench or something like that, or just not play him at all. <laughs> I just don't. It's just I mean, weird. They have guy. Terry Rozier too. They have um, who's the other guy? Um, who's, I don't know. If they have, if they have, I mean, realistically, if you put Westbrook at one. Well, Melo at two, and then Terry Rozier as a back as a backup. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, Melo's gonna want the ball in his hands. Just Russ is gonna, him, I mean, yeah. Russ, Russ is gonna, is gonna, gonna be able to take it from him. No, Coach A. Hey, Melo is gonna take the ball down. Russbrook, you stand over there. Give my son the ball. But I don't know how good Russell's gonna play in that kind of setting. Right? He played with James Harden, Calvin. Come on, he played with James. He played with James Harden, probably one of the most ball dominant players since Kobe. 100%. More ball dominant than, than Russell Westbrook, and Russell Westbrook is playing with LeBron. He's literally the. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, ball like, dominant. Yeah, and look and look at the season he had. This. It was I mean, just... the Hornets don't think they're going to win the finals next year, so they're just like, yeah, we'll just get Westbrook, get some free cap next year, and sign a good player. I mean, this... I think that wouldn't be a, that bad of idea. Play I feel like they'll tell Westbrook, like, look, we like you. You're good. You're a little at the end of your career. Just come here, play your best. And Westbrook has, but it, we're he has stuck with playing through Lamelo. Okay. Get it through your head. <laughs> I don't think Westbrook would be like, no, I'm running this team. Spin. What? Man, I'm out. Yo. Is, what, is, Westbrook, <laughs> yeah, I'm is Westbrook at the end of his career? He's no, only he 33. Has, he has plenty of years to play. He's still a good NBA player. Well, I agree, but like being like, I don't know, the number one guy. I think no, he, no, no, no. He, he wouldn't be the number one guy on that team. He would just be a guy. The, the only thing is, like, with people like Westbrook's prime play style was jumping as high as he can and dunking it on whoever was standing there. And as you get older, that's not going to be as accessible, safe for injury. Like, it's just going to be a lot more injury prone because you, one, you're going to be able to jump as high, so it's not going to work as well. Two, you're older, so you could get hurt a lot easier. I think he'll like the knees. And then if you, like, you mess your knee up, then you're never going to be able to jump the same, even – Lower than you could when you were old without an injury. I think he would. I think Westbrook would excel more without playing with LeBron James. Hundred uh, percent. I mean, their players, their playing styles do not match up at all. At all. Yeah. Like, and he's the third not. guy too. Yeah. That that situation. The the Lakers did. They constructed that team just terribly. Ter- the only thing that I think they did good on was um 
out of nothing. They didn't. I, I changed my I mean, mind. The Malik Monk signing was nice, but it was yeah. cool. you have Austin three Reeves. guys who want the ball the like majority of the game. It just doesn't. That's work. what I'm saying. It's not going to work. So, oh well. So we agree that Chris Paul is a Hall of Famer, but not, not a top, top five. five. No, no. I, Definitely top ten. Top ten for sure. Hundred percent top ten. You can make the argument top seven. You better watch. You better go there. Hey, CP better better hope that some dudes, some PGs without a ring, don't get one. Because if Dame gets a ring, some point along his career, oh, yeah. he keeps hooping. Yes. CP is going to bump he, down he that list. to just be smart and leave yeah. Portland like he should. He's, he's trying to be like, oh, he's not trying to force a championship here. <laughs> well, no, well I don't know. See, that's one thing I don't like in sports, when people, especially NBA. People say, don't force a championship. Get it a hard way. Why would you? Why? No, I I, think, I mean, like, player. I mean, KD, KD besides that, obviously, stuff like that. Yeah, like that. I mean, getting traded to a different team, like, for real. But like he was like, I want to go play. Like I want to go to Warriors. Like I mean, yeah, yeah that's that, I, that's like, that's something different. But like, I, I, no, I know. What I don't saying. know. I like, feel like with Dame, like if it's like a trade that the, a player can't control. Oh yeah, like, well, he, yeah. like then there's obviously nothing you can do. But like, but I mean, like I feel like there's going to like a stack team and there's going to the team that has everything else that you need so. so that you have the best chance to win. And I think Dame could do that if he went to like. No, I think I think Dame sh- yeah. I think Dame should leave like should leave Portland. I, I really think but... KD is the only player that has really went to a team and it was broke the league. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anybody else was like, right, I'm gonna go to this team, and the league was like, we can't respond at all. Not even LeBron. Not even LeBron to any of the teams he went to to the other <laughs> team. No, they lost the first year. They went to the finals. What an historic run that was by Eric. I also think that yeah, these, these players need to get that out their head that I can be on this team by myself and do it all. You're not Kobe. You're Giannis not did it. you're not that good. They're just not Giannis did it. I mean, Giannis has a good team around him though. But, he also has the best but and Giannis is also he is as good as Dirk and he is potentially as good as Dirk and Kobe at the end of his in his career. Definitely Dirk. Back to back MVPs. He won a, I think what's his last MVP, he won MVP and defensive player of the year. The only two players to do that were Michael Jordan and Akeem. I'm telling you, Giannis is going to be a top three player by the time he I don't know about top three. Nah. Top three. I do. The way he's already playing, I get he's he's a little he got started a little late, but the way top he is right is now, like I, I think he's gonna go back to back this year. I think he's uh, I think who's I don't know what's stopping him at this point, honestly. Like, that man, saying, like I said, he's a Greek guy, like Zeus is no. like he's on that level. <laughs> he is, but I think he got to two let him start because the top three is in no order: LeBron, Jordan, and Kareem. So in order. And <laughs> no, so I'm just saying, no, no, yes, because no, no. Kareem is definitely third out of those. So and Kareem has six rings and five MVPs. Giannis has some catching up to do. Um, what he's is got it? time. He's, he's only 27 he's, right he's now. 27. He's, he's 27 right now. Year. He's got one. If he goes this year, he'll have two at 28 with. Two MVPs. Three MVPs? Two MVPs? There's two right now, right? Or three. He has two MVPs. He has two, two MVPs. Right Plenty now. of defensive players of years. I mean. But, you know, they're going to hit Giannis also with, with that. Um, you his know, shooting is only getting better. They're going to hit him with that LeBron treatment. He's not going to get the MVPs he deserves. And there's going to be something that happens along the lines that I think if he stays in Milwaukee, he's not going to he's not gonna be able to get a high ring count. I don't know. People want to play with Giannis, man. What if what if nobody Dame came to Milwaukee? He would never do that. You don't know that. Going from Portland to Milwaukee would be terrible. 
Why? Why? You get to play with Giannis. You get, you could, you no, could, I, I, he wouldn't do that. No. I don't know. Why is that terrible? Well, it wasn't Besides his choice. the fact that he wouldn't do that. Why is that? Why is that? Bad? He wouldn't want to you live don't like, here. You don't like he that, team. He wouldn't want to live in Milwaukee. No, it's I not about live. that. You don't think, about you don't think, live, man. You don't think players actually take that in consideration? I don't want to live there. Yeah. Tyreek yeah. Hill just went from Kansas City. We had he was born there. Don't date me with that too, man. He lived there growing up. That's not the same. Why do you think LeBron went to play in L.A.? It was nice. Sunshine. All that. He wanted a good life with Bronny and the really a good life in LA. I think that Giannis isn't even going to end his career in Milwaukee at some point. He's just going to leave. He'll he'll end it because he'll sign a one day contract. (laughs) Yeah, he might actually. He'll he'll go somewhere else, and that's where he'll get his additional rings. He might get. uh, I think he's going to win this year. I think he'll win at least two. I mean, Milwaukee's like still a city, like. I mean, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's not not like you have to play outside the cold. Once you get a certain amount of money, I bet it's like, all right, with this amount of money, I can't do what I really want to do here. But what do you want to do? If you're playing basketball, what else are you trying to do? People like playing in big cities. How is this a hard concept? It's not that, but like, if you're worried about the weather... Just live in where it's warm in the off season. Like you're not okay. gonna be in Milwaukee also, also all the time. Why do you think Zion doesn't want to play in New Orleans? He just doesn't want to be there. He wants to be somewhere else. He's Players got, don't he's got other problems. Yeah, but what does New Orleans have going for him? In all honesty, Mardi Gras. They have the vibe. I, I bet that is. I bet T wise, but all they right. Have alligators and they have alligators. <laughs> they have the Saints. Is it alligators or is it crocodiles? And also, I'm gonna say this, Brian. You better, you better walk. You better walk back all that. I believe in Giannis all this much, but Katie was this close. That's and true. Sending he that was. man home. Kevin Durant's not that too big yeah. to be joking around with. All I'm going to say is, man, that you wish you were a 15 instead of a 16 now. <laughs> but life happens. So we move on and we see what happens. And you win four straight and you beat the Suns. Chris Paul goes home without a ring again. No. And, and I, I think Chris think, Paul like, gets his ring. I, no, I don't. Uh, it's hard I, to go back to back. You know why I don't think they're going to get their ring? Is why? because most teams that most teams that win a championship – Usually the best player on their team is a big and strong wing and Devin Booker and Chris Paul at the end of the day, nobody on their team can guard the dudes like KD, Giannis, yeah. and B. They just don't have those guys. Like they can beat their guards, but they just won't be able to stop any of those six eight, six nine, six ten physical animals. All right, hey, I guess we'll find out we'll, find out. we'll see if the Bucks go back to back and Giannis is really becoming that dude. All right. Well we'll find out and that's gonna wrap up episode 10 of Home Pod Advantage. Make sure you send this to any family, any friend, anyone. That it's wants, special guys. This it's the 10th episode it's a special Make sure everyone's hearing it. Go ahead. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. It's all HomePod Advantage. Follow our socials, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, HomePod Advantage. Guys, before we officially wrap it up, is there anything you guys would like to say? Uh, Everybody have a good day for listening to this. Um, Go do something you enjoy for 10 seconds. Take a little nap and uh, do what you need to do. All right. Eric? What Ty said. All right. (laughs) Right. I don't think I can say anything better than that. All right. I hope everyone has a good weekend. We'll be back next week for episode 11. Everyone stay safe, and thanks for listening.